With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Ladies and gentlemen, this podcast is brought to you by BSO and ABF Creative. And is scheduled for one fall. And on the mic, we have the one and only Robert Latow. I got enemies, got a lot of enemies, got a lot of people trying to drain me of my energy. They trying to take the wave from your boy. Messing with your boy, better pray for your boy. Happy Halloween. Hope you're doing well. Hope everything is going on great in your neck of the woods. We made it through another month <laughs> in this country of the United States of America. That's not an easy thing. It's not an easy thing. To get through another month in the United States of America. The streets. Then hit me up. What do you think about Kanye? What do you think about Yeezy? What do you think about Kyrie? The first thing I think is that people put too much power into what celebrities and, and famous people have to say. That's the first thing. That's really the first thing that we need to discuss is that why do you care so much about what somebody else has to say? The hero worship in this country is really, really bad on both sides. It's like either you're like a super groupie or you're like a you're just angry and mad at everybody. It's just it's just too much on, on both sides. He's like, he's like, have you ever have you ever looked at Kanye's comments? Like whenever he posts anything crazy, like that Emmett Till was that's way out of pocket. But you ever look at his comments? If you look at his comments, you can see one of the major issues in, in our country. The dick riding is just out of control. You know, that it's just out of control. And then the anger and everything. Everybody's mad and miserable and not happy. I'm I'm in costume, by the way, because, you know, I, I take family pictures 
and whatnot. But you young people, this is a league of your own. It's a pretty good movie. Uh, go watch it. It's a league of your own. But here's what I found interesting. And uh, shout out to my guy, uh, Nick Hamilton, uh, Nightcast Media. Be sure to, be sure to check him out. Uh, he, he was at a Rams uh, press conference. And he was talking to Aaron Donald. You know, Aaron Donald had signed with Donda uh, Sports in May. And he, he asked Aaron Donald, he said, hey, Aaron, let me ask you a question. Why did it take for Kanye West to say what he had to say about, you know, Jewish people, for you to finally leave, he, he, you know, stop partnering with them, as opposed to when he said all of this other stuff about the black community, you had no problem with that at all. You knew everything that he said about the black community before you signed. You knew everything that he said after you signed. And you was gonna Marcus. Marcus is protecting the house. Pretty sure that's just your mother. Pretty sure it's just your mother. Marcus, stop. Why didn't you? You're messing up the stream, Marcus. Marcus, stop it. You're messing up the stream. No, oh, damn dog. Hate that dog. Anyway, why didn't you stop dealing with him? Well, why'd you start dealing with him in the first place? And I swear, Aaron Donald, the man who swings helmets at, at his opponents, the man who may be one of the greatest defensive players of all time. Some people would say the greatest of all time was skating around that question like he was tiny your heart. I mean, he was moonwalking and dancing like Michael Jackson in his prime. In his prime. He had no answers for it. None at all. He could not look at Nick Hamilton in the eye and explain to him why when Kanye West was talking bad about black people, he had no problem partnering with them being in pictures with him, being all up in the video. But as soon as Kanye West said something about white people, he was out of that. Out of that quick, like the damn road runner. Looked like Cooper Cup on a route. How quickly he got out of that. And I find that very interesting. See, that's the part that I find interesting. See, I'm a black man. See, as a black man in this society, your responsibilities, first off, are to your family, your children, your friends, yourself, and in your community. And what I find really, 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 really interesting is that none of this bad stuff happened to Kanye over the last four or five years when he was talking bad about people that look like him. If anything, his net worth went up when he talked bad about us. And then it went down when he talked bad about them. I want you to think about that for a minute. His net worth from the time that he decided he was going to be on that Trump train. We're talking about all the way back in 2016, 2015, when he was riding that Trump train. For the last four or five years, his net worth went up, up, 
substantially. None of these companies, not Adidas, not not Gap, not not any, none of these companies cared one bit. None of these people that were doing business with Kanye cared one bit. None of these black men and black women cared nothing about what Kanye was doing when he was talking about us. The time, only time anybody ever cared is when he talked about them. Now, what does that tell you? Well, first, that tells you that why people say Black Lives Matter, that's why. Because in the eyes of society, in the eyes of business, in the eyes of Wall Street, in the eyes of fashion, they don't matter. They don't matter. This man went on TMZ many, many years ago, looked dead in the camera, a guy that's a rapper, a producer, and said slavery was a choice, that these people could have just left whenever they felt like it, could have just walked away. Network went up. When he was dating a Kardashian, when he was married to a Kardashian, he wasn't saying anything about helping black people. Then all of a sudden, the Kardashians left him. Now all of a sudden, it's my black children. My black children this, my black children that. But when Chris Jenner was getting you out of debt, it was all good. Red cup. That's the part that I find very interesting. I just find that very interesting. And, and someone told me, and, and the proof is out there. All you have to do is go look. Just go look. The proof is out there. The proof is out there. If you talk bad, if you're a black person, and you talk bad about black people, your net worth will go up. It's just a fact. It's a fact. If you're a black person that talks bad about, about black people, your net worth is going to go up. You're not going to lose anything for that. You're not going to lose your partnerships. You're not going to lose your, your, your brands. And honestly, you probably won't even lose the black people that are out there supporting you. I mean, let's just tell the truth. NABJ once had Jason Whitlock as a featured speaker. They're taking money from OutKick and, <laughs> and Clay Travis. Those are facts. It's not opinions. Those are facts. <laughs> the National Association of Black Journalists is taking money from Fox News. <laughs> Those are facts. You talk bad about black people and you're a black person, you make money. <laughs> you become richer. If I, at any point in time, decided to turn to the dark side, if I turn to the dark side, I would say my income would increase by five times. Five times. Five times. At least five times. Maybe more. If you turn to the dark side. And I could. You know why? I tell you why. Because we don't protect our own. 
we are constantly bickering with each other. When we see each other becoming successful, we try to tear them down. We don't think about the bigger picture. We don't see the bigger ideas in mind. And then furthermore, furthermore, when we get in a position of power, we look down on black media. The people that they get in a position of power, all of a sudden, now all of a sudden, they don't want to help black media. They want to want to put black media in certain spots, in certain places. It's the truth. These are facts. I'm not giving you opinions. You can go look it up yourself. You can look it up yourself. That's what I find interesting about Kanye. I don't speak for Jewish people or anything like that. Of course, if they're upset about what he's saying about their religion, then they have the right to be upset about that. I'm just trying to trying to figure out why no one cares when a black man says something bad about black people. That's what I'm trying to figure out. That's what I'm trying to understand. That's the part that I don't get. The Kanye that you're seeing today is the same Kanye we've seen for the last five, six years. It's just where his arrow has been pointed. For a long time, it's been pointed towards us. And that had no effect on his money. (laughs) He was making more money when his arrow was pointed that way. Now, for whatever reason, he decided to point his arrow this way. Maybe he thought he was untouchable. Maybe he thought he could point his arrow anyway. I can't get into the man's mind. But for whatever reason, he decided to stop pointing his arrow this way and he started pointing it that way and when i as soon as you know even before all this happened when i started seeing the videos of kanye in the offices and he was telling these white people i'm i don't listen to you i'm richard i don't listen to nobody who don't make as much i knew what was gonna happen it's a power structure situation when you punch down a lot of times you move up You see what I'm saying? You punch down, you move up. You punch up, they will put you down. Do you understand what I'm trying to tell you? This is real stuff. This is not, you know, this is not for likes. This is not for clicks or anything. This is just me randomly popping up from time to time to tell you the truth. You might not want to hear it. I particularly don't even like to talk about it. And I'll tell you why. Because when I started getting too big, they tried to pull me down. (laughs) My own people. That's okay, though. I'm not going to sell out. I'm not going to do what people did to me to them. Because that's bad karma. That's bad on your soul. You can't look yourself in the mirror. Kanye West... Went outside with Candace Owens and a White Lives Matter shirt. Didn't lose one dollar, not one red cent. All he, all that happens when you do that. The only thing that happens sometimes when a black person talks bad about black people is you get a tweet. We condemn that. We don't. We don't. We don't condone that. 
We don't feel that way. Get an Instagram post. Or you get a TikTok. You get a TikTok. You know, we don't. But nobody, nobody ever loses any money. You know why? Do you want to know why? Because that's the same thing they think. You don't think the, the head of Adidas, when, when he hears Black Lives Matter, rolls his eyes? You don't think the head of those fashion brands, think the, the 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 CEO at Gap cares what's going on in the black community? Of course not. Well, they care about Kanye West talking bad about us. Do you don't think behind the you know the closed doors of these companies, they're saying, you know, we think, you know, George Floyd, he's a drug addict. He is probably fitting on, to be honest. That cop didn't really deserve all that. You don't think they're talking about that? You don't think that's what's really happening? Open your eyes. Open your eyes. <laughs> so you can see what's actually going on. So you can see what's going on. They believe that stuff. <laughs> they already believe it. So when a black person says this, it's like it's like having a a, a, a spirit <laughs> in them. It's like they can't say that out loud, but if they're, you know, their totem. You know, whatever gets said, the black totem gets said for them. Kanye was saying what they couldn't say themselves. And they were cool with that. Everything's fine with that. Hey, take a couple of hundred million dollars. We love you, ye. You're a genius. But oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute, though. You're talking about us now. You saying things about us and our heritage and stuff like that. Oh, that that's no, no, no. You think you're you think you're powerful? Let, let, we'll, we'll see about that. And don't feel don't feel sad for Kanye. Still rich, <laughs> man. Still, you know, it's worth, <laughs> you know, you, you ever hear you ever see those stories where they say, "Oh, Zuckerberg lost eleven billion dollars today." Yeah, I mean, he's worth three hundred billion. I mean, that's like saying I was worth fifty dollars yesterday and I lost five. I man, I still got forty five. I'm all right. I'm all right. Kanye's all right. Don't cry over Kanye. This is a bigger issue. At hand, red cup. That's what I find interesting. Just why? Why are we like this? Why are we like this? Once again, it's because they use black people who talk bad about other black people as the messenger. Kanye was the messenger. You don't think. A lot of those people think the same thing that he just said about George Floyd. You don't think your neighbor sometimes is talking about that? He's the messenger. But is he he can say it. You know why? Because he's black. You understand what I'm saying? That's that's what I find interesting. So when people ask me, oh, what do you think about Kanye? I don't really think anything about Kanye. But what I see is a situation where when black people in power, and this goes for all of us who have any type of influence, we be very, very careful how we speak about other black people, regardless of how we really think. You know why? Because then we become the messenger. I remember a long time, this long time ago, I, I don't know if you guys even remember this. Long time ago, there was a, a Oklahoma City Thunder announcer. And uh, 
And and I don't know if he's still there. I don't know if he's still games. But this is back when Russell Westbrook was there. And Russell Westbrook was playing crazy. He was just playing, he was, I mean, he was playing really, really well. And and uh, uh, the announcer said, Russell Westbrook is playing out of his cotton-picking mind. And that was a phrase that I had heard when I was a kid. You play, you know, and it, it, it wasn't meant in a uh, like a negative way. It was meant as, you know, you just was wilding out. You was just doing like amazing things. Because I was a kid, I didn't realize the conceptual part of that, right? So my first reaction, because I had met the guy before, was that maybe he had heard the phrase and you know, looked at it like, you know, he was trying to give him a compliment, not really realizing the historical implications of th- that particular phrase, which is, you know, you picking cotton so long, you've been slaves so long, you literally lose your mind. Like, as a white person, maybe he didn't realize that. And I said it, right, just like that, trying to explain it to people. Like, you know, I don't know, I, you know, I met this guy, seems like a nice guy, I don't think he's racist, it's a phrase that I heard when I was a kid maybe he just didn't you know understand it it just kind of slipped out right next thing I know I became the messenger for this guy (laughs) because I was a black guy trying to say that this white guy wasn't racist and I don't think he he was it was just the principle of the matter is that you have to be careful at how you say these things as a black person because you become their messenger so I became the messenger for all of these race, these real racist people who was coming to his defense. You don't want to be that. You want to you want to understand if you're on the right side of history or not. Just look at the comments or whatever you say. If you look at the comments, you clearly see what's going on if you're on the right side. Like if you're Stephen A. Smith, right, and you woke up this morning and Kanye West is calling you a real one. Don't you have to kind of look in the mirror and try to figure out why is that? Like, why am I big? Why is Kanye trying to say I'm just like him? Like, is that what you want? Is that how you want to be seen? So what are you doing to get in that position? You have to take that in consideration. And like I said, furthermore, and this is just advice is we have to stop dragging each other down. Rico. We do it far too often. A lot of times we're jealous of other people's success. You know what I always find interesting about Trump? This is what I always find interesting about Trump, is that no matter what he... Remember when Trump said, I shoot somebody on Fifth Avenue... And I still, you know, my fans will still love me. Right? And he wasn't lying. And you and you you see Trump supporters now, and they're blind followers, almost like a cult, right? But what I always find interesting about that is that, and not just with Trump, but with a, a lot of white people, is that they are going to support publicly regardless of how they may feel privately. And the reason that they do that is because to keep the power structure in place, right? Because it's better to have a a crazy Trump running around than to have a Barack Obama in their mind. (laughs) 
So they're willing to publicly stand by all of any type of craziness to keep the power structure in place. Whereas we, as our people, maybe because we've never had any power structure, we continually put our, I guess, I don't want to call it fandom, but we put our support around the wrong people. And then we continually put down people that are in place to help with the power structure because we get jealous when certain people get too far up the ladder. Try to pull them down. Therefore, because we're always pulling each other down, when the people at the top of the power structure give us a little tap, we're already halfway down. So we got somebody pushing us down the way society is set up. So we have the power structure that's been in place since they came over and stole the land. They're pushing us down. Okay. So we have on one end, we have the top, the power structure, trying to make sure that we don't get to the top. Right. So they're pushing us down. Then we have each other on the ground that are upset that we've made it a little bit up the ladder and they're pulling us down. So we get pushed and pulled. We're stuck in the middle forever. (laughs) If we don't change things up. I just want you to understand that. I really want you to understand what I'm what I'm trying to tell you. You know what I'm saying? You 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 have to understand. And, and I got a comment here from Rob Spark that I, I want you guys to see. And uh, the, the, thanks for the the super chat. Uh, I don't agree with ye most of the time, but th- this public economic lynching of a black man is bad for morale. I can't believe people are cheering for this. So, uh, thank you, Rob. First off. But I want to address that for a little bit, right? So once again, this is a power structure situation, right? Take, I had a professor once at the Ohio State University that told me that don't look at the person, look at the situation, right? Look at how the situation is set up. It'll make your mind more clearer, right? Now, Kanye doesn't really, you know, need our sympathy, right? He kind of brought all of this onto himself. but. that's what I'm talking about with the power structure, right? The power structure is set in place to keep people like Kanye on their side. When Kanye is not useful to them anymore or he's attacking them, then it's about bringing him down. And they do that economically. They do that socially. They make him a pariah. You see it in real time. You see what I'm saying? He's an example of, of what happens in real time when you're with them, and then with you without them. So you have to be careful out here. It's, it's a very serious situation. It's a very serious situation. I don't think I find it that that unfortunately I find that black people celebrate negative things more than they do positive things. It's almost like they're waiting for it. I don't know if it's some sort of addiction or something like that. Like I always thought, like especially like 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 take a situation like Kevin Samuels. I never. You know, I, I've, I've seen some of his videos, some stuff I agree with, some stuff I didn't. He died, though. I mean, he's dead. Like, you don't celebrate black death, right? Like, that shouldn't be something that you celebrate, something that you should, you know, be throwing a party about. A black man, you know, dying at a young age is not really something that, as we as people, should celebrate. I mean, he was just a guy on YouTube talking about relationships. He was not 
damaging, you know, he, he, the, 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 once again, he was not part of the power structure that's really the real problem in, in our society. So we, we do that a little bit too much, you know, for my liking, <laughs> to be honest with you. You know, not, and we have to be careful with, with you know, terms like lynching, right? Like, I, I, you know, like I never like when athletes say, you know, I'm on a slave contract. Or, like, you know, let's, let's, you know, I understand what you're saying. I understand the, 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 the comparisons and whatnot, but that's different type of vibe. Uh, when you're talking about lynchings and stuff like that, are they hitting Kanye in his pockets? Yes. Is there anything like Emmett Till? Hell no. Okay. Now, moving on. Oh, one last thing too. Um, versus Messenger, and, and I talk a little bit about this with 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 Kyrie, but times the message is not awful. It's just the messenger. Like with someone like like Kanye, and we we'll get to Kyrie here in a minute. But if you watch like entirety of whatever they're talking about, inside of everything that they're saying, normally there are some decent messages in there. It's just they get off track with other stuff, and then next thing you know, it, the message you know gets lost. Um, so you have to take that into consideration. Like, what is the actual message that we're trying to get across here? And how can we get it across in a, in a articulate manner that doesn't, doesn't come across as, you know, people just get lost in, in the, in the, in the way we are in society now to get lost in the clip. You know, we had the clip. We want to find the clip that goes viral. What's going to go viral. If I talk for 30 minutes, what are they going to take from it? And, and make it two minutes to go viral and not listen to the other 28 minutes. You understand what I'm saying? You understand what I'm saying? So it's a messenger, okay? But I think Kyrie is a little different than Kanye. But I also find his stuff interesting. So let's watch this clip of of Kanye, of, of Kyrie um, in, in the ESPN reporter about some of his uh, social media uh, postings. Kyrie, while we're on the topic of promotion, why did you decide to promote something that Alex Jones said? That was a few weeks ago. I do not stand with Alex Jones' position, narrative, court case that he had with Sandy Hook or any of the kids that felt like they had to relive trauma or parents that had to relive trauma or to be dismissive to all the lives that were lost during that uh, tragic event. My, my post was a post from Alex Jones that he did in the early 90s or late 90s about secret societies in America of occults, and it's true. So I wasn't identifying with anything of being a, campaign, a campaignist for Alex Jones or anything. I was just there to post, and it's funny, and it's actually hilarious because out of all the things I posted that day, that was the one post that everyone chose to chose to see. It just goes back to the way our world is and works. I'm not here to complain about it. I just exist. And to follow up on the promotion of the movie and the book. Can you please stop calling it a promotion? What am I promoting? Put it out on your platform. But I'm promoting it? Do you see me doing, do you see By me in front of the, it out there, the people title? People are going to say that you are yeah, promoting. Yeah, I put it out there just like you put things out there, right? 
Yeah, but I, okay. I, it's not You put stuff, things out there for a living, right? Right, but my great, stuff is great. not so let's move on. filled let's with anti-Semitic Let's stuff. move on. Don't dehumanize me up here. I, I'm, not, I'm not doing I'm that. You're human free being. to post I can what, post whatever I want, so say what, that and shut it down and move on to the next question. But Kyrie, you have to understand that by I don't have post, to understand anything from you. But, but it's nothing. not me. Nothing. By posting no people that you're making you up, bro. Move on. But by posting move what on, you next did, question. Anybody is you guys have any more questions and they're going to say you guys have any more questions because this is going to be a clip this is going to be a clip that he's going to marvel at is this any more questions but you're not answering the question there's another answering your question oh my god let's make another instagram clip so we could be famous again next question Kyrie basketball related Kyrie what so a a couple of things with that (laughs) if if you post something it's promotion that's that's, okay We, we can't let's Let's not, let's not be silly here. If you, if, you, if you have a million, hell, if you got a thousand followers and you post something, that's promoting it. Like, you don't have to be on the, you don't have to be yelling it from the things. I mean, if you put it on a platform, like, I, let's just, I just, just be honest. Like, I'm sure a lot of people had no idea about that book, about that movie. It took Kyrie posted it. That's promotion, okay? If you put something out there from Alex Jones, uh, regardless if you don't feel like some of the other stuff that he did is to your liking, it's still promotion. So that's one thing, right? Now, I don't think, at least from what I've been told, I, I don't I don't think Ky- Kyrie has never been one, at least in my opinion, that is negative uh, about the black community. If anything, I actually think he, he cares uh, about the black community. And the fact that he cares about the black community has caused him to go a little bit deeper into what is actually happening in the black, you know, community. Okay. So I think that's where it differentiates between Kanye and Kyrie. We can't just lump everybody together that says things that we don't, you know, agree with. Uh, I think these are two different people. There are two different platforms. They're trying to get across two different things. Now, this same thing kind of happened to Nick Cannon back in the day is that when you're talking about American history or actually just the history of the world, America itself, it's an unreliable narrator, right? We, we're un, we, you know, you can't take what American history and take it, you, you know, as factual uh, information. I mean, we literally have a day called Columbus Day where we celebrate a guy that a quote unquote discovered America. But anybody with any common sense knows that America was people are already here. So you can't discover something that's already here. I think Kyrie's problem is twofold. I think it's once again it's a message versus messenger situation. And then sometimes, you know, when we try to get a little deep, you know, maybe we're not doing all of our, you know, research. And then also taking accountability. I agree with him in the fact that he can post whatever he wants to post and he can have his beliefs, whatever his beliefs may be. And, uh, and, and I looked once again, I had no idea about this book or about this movie. All I did was took a look at it at the, some of the stuff that was in it, looked at what some of the people had to say. And there was people on both sides of it. Some people think this is absolutely true. Whatever's in this, this book, other people like this is the most, you know, racist type of thing that I've ever seen, you know, in my life. The problem is once you put it on a platform, you have to be able to take accountability for. If people are going to be upset about it, you got to be able to, you can't just brush it off and say that you exist. 
you know, we have to deal in reality. In reality, Kyrie, Kyrie and Kanye, anybody starts with a K. Like, you're not – everybody is created equal. Everybody is just human. Everybody just exists. But everybody doesn't have the same platform, right? Everybody doesn't have the same reach. Everyone doesn't have the same influences. That's just facts. So you have a bigger influence. So whatever you do is going to get more attention. For example, this is another whole message, messenger thing, is that so Kyrie doesn't like the vaccine, right? That's unlike, that's not unlike a, a lot of other people, right? The Once again, getting back to what I was saying before, the situation is this. You have to be careful that you do not become a messenger for people that are racist, <laughs> that are evil, that want bad about black people. And that's one of the issues that you have. So, you know, if you want to say, you know, I, I, I don't want to take the vaccine, I'm willing to lose $16 million. I don't like that the fact that in some cities and some states that they were forcing you to take the vaccine if you want to keep your job. You got to be very careful in how you present that. Because you, next thing you know, you have neo-Nazi people out here putting up pictures of Kyrie Irving, saying this is our guy. You know, this is the this is this is who. Listen to what Kyrie because they use you as a, a mouthpiece, your messenger for negative type of stuff. And I know what you know. He would say like, I can't control that. Yes, you can. <laughs> you can definitely control it. You can definitely control exactly how you put things out. What the actual message is. And you can control, you know, denouncing certain things, right? You have to control that. So if you're Kyrie or Kanye or whatever it is, when you post something, you have to think about this. Like, okay, because in your mind, it's just like everybody else's mind. Everybody thinks like, you know, this is just my opinion. Once again, though, everybody has different influence. Everybody has different reach and everything. So you have to think to yourself, huh, I find this, this, this Alex Jones post from 10 years, 20 years ago, very interesting. But if I post it out and have people look at it, what am I doing to the, the families of Sandy Hook? Just like he said, what, what do they feel when I promote something that Alex Jones said? What, what do I feel about those? They lost their kids, you know, these, these four or five, six-year-old kids. How would they feel? You know, when I say this about whatever, how does that going to make it like that's the thing like with Kanye, you say this stuff, regardless if you believe whatever you believe about George Floyd, how is that going to make his daughter feel? How is it going to make it? And I know Kanye gave money to, to the family. So uh, that's what's confusing to me. Like you understand their pain. Why would you say that? Why would you say that? And that's the thing I don't think like Kyrie doesn't understand. I think he has good intentions. But you have to understand when you say something, how it's going to affect, you know, other people. How it's going to affect other people that look like you. You're trying to help, but sometimes you're hurting in the same, you know, vein. And the thing about, and lastly, the thing about the media, right? And this came out a lot with, uh, with Nor and, and Drink Champs. And, and let me explain something to you about the media that you need to understand, right? The media doesn't care, Okay. <laughs> Rank up. The media cares about ratings. They cares about views. They, they cares about clicks. They care about engagement. They care about money. They don't care about the topic. Okay, they don't care about the topic. Right? What Nor saw, Nor tried to move like white media. 
because he was like, okay, I can get Kanye on here. I'm going to get all of these views and what you get. But he didn't realize that you're not white, so you, you can't get away with it, right? Uh, like, unlike LeBron and Maverick Carter, see, they're smarter. They have a brand. They got house party movies coming out. Like, look, you don't, they don't want to mess up their money. They don't want to mess up their studio. They don't want to mess up their billionaire status. So they saw what Kanye had to say. It was like, nope, we're not risking any of that. But nor he's just a rapper, right? He has a good podcast, but he's right. He wasn't thinking. He wasn't thinking about sponsors and all of this other stuff. So he's like, all he was thinking about was, I'm going to get more views than the Super Bowl. It backfired on him because it only works if you're Fox News, if you're Tucker Carlson. You see what I'm saying? See, they don't care. They don't care. Media doesn't care about anything like that. You know, they don't care anything like that. You know, so, 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 so once again, we got a comment here from Rob uh, Stark, you know, Chicago living saying graduated from. You know, hear me. See, see, that's the well. See, that's the the thing, Rob. Is um, when you're talking about beliefs in religious and in history that you know, you know, what, what is Kyrie thirty something years old? You know, I don't know how old you are. I'm in my forties. America is an unreliable narrative, so we don't know, right? The the thing is, sometimes you have to be able to take certain information. Like, so you want to take it, say you want to take that information from that movie or that book, right? How can you take the information that you feel is, you know, factual or you feel that should be put out there? How can you present that information without the other stuff coming into the equation, right? Coming into the equation. You see what I'm saying? Like, how do you parse that information? Sometimes you just can't just throw it out there. It's like any story. They teach this in journalism school. It's like there's the story and then there's the story after the story. You know, how do you parse the information? Same way I do headlines. Like, what's the information that I'm going to put in the headline that's going to get people to click? You see what I'm saying? You got to parse the information. You know, we're black, you know, and, and I mean, we're black men in this country. We're like an endangered species. Around here, there's a lot of things that are working against us. There's a lot of people that are working against us. Like I said, they're working high and they're working low. Okay, they're working high, they're working low. You have to navigate all of that almost on a daily basis, right? You walk out the door, there's just a lot of stress that's on you as as a black man. You're always waiting on the other shoe to drop. Society is set up to keep us down to a certain level. They don't want us to rise up. They don't want us to work together. They don't want us to creatively think. You know, the actual country is made up probably of what 50% of minorities. If you take all the minorities, you know, that's in the country, it's like half and half these days. But the power structure, the politics, the police department, the judges, the lawyers, the administrators, all makers, all of those people, right? The ones that really run the country. President doesn't run the country, okay? Let's be honest. You know, a pre- the president is like an owner of a football team, right? 
He owns the football team. But you know who runs the football team? The general manager, the assistant general manager, the head coach, the offensive coordinator, the defensive coordinator, the secondaries coach, the the special teams coach, all of the scouts. You see what I'm saying? If you don't have all of that working in in, in unison, your team is going to fail. So it's kind of funny that athletics is kind of like the country. The athletes are the ones that are making the sport. Those are basically minorities. The power structure, the coaches, the owners, the assistant coaches, the scouts, those are mostly white people. Those are the ones that run the team. So you have a worker-owner situation going on. That's society. That's society. You're going to vote this week? Look who's on the ballot. See how many of them look like you. But see how many people look like you in your own neighborhood. But on the ballot, what do they look like? I didn't get on here to depress you guys because of Halloween. I just like to pop up from time to time to tell you what's really going on. Because honestly, I'm at a point now where my care for all of these things are, are, are at a low, low level. Care about my fam, care about my friends, care about having a good life, however much life is left. And all of this peripheral stuff I've seen from when I was a kid to now. And it's a little disheartening, to be honest with you. I thought when I was. 20 that by the time I was 40 things would be much different like my kids and I'm not quite seeing that if anything there's some things that are worse some things that are better but there's some things that are worse and that's sad that you can go from where I was born in 40 years in it I really thought there would be some changes and we're still doing the same thing over and over again and that's really sad it really is and I really don't see much changing, you know. I think I'm sure in another ten years, twenty years, there'll be different things going on. But it seems like a revolving cycle of the same thing, just with different players and different technology. But with that said, happy Halloween! Uh, go trick or treating. Go have a good time with your family. Go to the parties. Go do all of that good stuff. Try to have fun because. If anything, don't get bogged down by all of these outsides. No, you know, Kanye doesn't care about you. Kyrie doesn't care about you. Cool NBA player doesn't care about you. The NFL team don't care. They don't. You need to care about yourself, what you have going on, and making the best of that. Don't be a miserable person sitting around here arguing. Don't spend all day arguing about Kanye West. Don't sit here arguing with about Kyrie Irving. Don't sit here arguing about all of this. Don't do that. That's not healthy for you. Go outside. It's still nice out. I'm in California. It's always nice out. But go outside. It's nice outside. Go outside. Go breathe some air. Go do some fun things. Live a fun life. Turn your phone off and just have fun. Uh, Like and subscribe and all of that that good stuff. This is Robert Latow. Headlines. I appreciate you listening. 
Please follow me on Twitter at BSO, Facebook, Black Sports Online, Instagram, and YouTube, B-S-O-T-V. Big shout out to ABF Creative for having put this podcast together. I'm out.